Hello everyone. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today I'll be sharing a few thoughts on what I have learned um, about a very common uh, subject that has affected many people today and that is fear. One of the most common problems today and or rather factors that hold us back from fully accomplishing what we are called to do is fear. Fear comes in various forms. It comes in different circumstances. There is the fear of loneliness, the fear of ridicule, the fear of failure, of death, the fear of unknown, the fear of um, the past or whatever it is. And the list goes on. And um, it is because of these long lists of fears um, that are all around us in every area of our lives, I think, um, that the most often repeated verse in the Bible is fear not or do not be afraid because God knew what our greatest weakness would be. He knew that fear would keep us from living the life of courage that he intended us um, to live. In fact, he simply just did not tell us, you know, do not be afraid, uh, don't be afraid, uh, my child, just, you know, he didn't, he didn't simply do that. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, uh, and I read from the Amplified Version, he says, have I not commanded you? He commands us, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed or intimidated for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wow, I just feel like this rush of courage running through me when I hear that vo uh, verse. And he commands us, do not be afraid. Because one of the biggest causes of failure today and you know losing out on God-given opportunities is fear. In my own life, I have lost out on several God-given opportunities where I could have testified of God's goodness, but I was afraid to speak. I would get nervous and I would allow fear to, you know, take a hold of me and I would become shy and, um, you know, I would just not be able to speak up. And I'm sure that I missed out on opportunities to bless someone with my testimony. And, um, um, from the Bible in Matthew chapter 14, we see this instance where Jesus has just finished a long day of his ministry and, you know, he's done these awesome miracles. He just fed 5,000 or more than 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. And, you know, he's been an awesome God that day. His power is in full swing and the disciples have witnessed all of this and they must be, you know, incredibly amazed at this God. And at the end of the day, he, Jesus sends all the crowds away and he goes to the mountain by himself uh, to pray. And before he goes, he directs the disciples to get into the boat, go ahead of him uh, to the other side. And by the time Jesus is done um, praying, the disciples are already, you know, they are in the boat and there's a storm and they get lost in the winds, the waves, and they're lost in the sea. And of course, Jesus knows this because he is all knowing and our all powerful Jesus. Now he decides that 
um, you know, I'm going to show off my superpowers. So he goes out to his disciples um, and he goes walking on the water on the sea towards them. And um, when the disciples see him, they, their first in, uh, instinct or their first reaction is just to be terrified and afraid. And I would imagine, you know, you see your God or you see Jesus doing all these wonderful miracles throughout the day. And, you know, he just makes uh, five loaves and two fish enough for like 5,000, 10,000 people to eat. I would imagine that walking on water was definitely not a big deal for this guy. But their first instinctive reaction is to be afraid. And, you know, immediately Jesus silences them and says, do not be afraid. And then we have Peter. And I think Peter is a little bit on the adventurous side. So he he go, he is always proactive and he just wants, you know, more of the Lord. And uh, he says, okay, Lord, if it really is you, command me to come out on the water. And Jesus says, okay, I like this guy I like I love his you know um, reaction and his his faith and Jesus says okay you asked for it so in verse 29 he says come just one word he says come so Peter he gets out of the boat and he starts walking on the water and he comes towards Jesus and then we read it says but when he saw, remember this, but when he saw the effects of the wind, he was frightened and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus catches hold of him and says, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And I want to highlight two important points today that we can learn from this passage. Um, as long as Peter's eyes were on Jesus, he was able to walk on the water. But the minute he saw or looked at the, the Bible says, the effects of the wind, he looks at the effects of the winds, he becomes afraid. As long as our eyes are fixed on Jesus, fear does not stop us from accomplishing our purpose. But the moment, the moment we lose sight of Jesus, the moment we shift our focus from Jesus onto our storms, onto our problems, fear knocks us down. And secondly, uh, when Peter falls down, Jesus doesn't ask him, hey, why, why were you afraid? What does he say? He says, oh, you of little faith. He questions Peter's faith. And he asks, why did you doubt? You have to understand that fear will curb our faith. It will um, stop us from living a life of faith. Fear will not allow us to move forward in faith. Fear will cause us to sink. And um, I want to leave you with a thought. Um, you have to remember that our confidence is Jesus. If Jesus has said, come, walk with a fearless confidence straight into his arms. Do not allow your past to dictate your future. Do not allow, you know, fear of failure to 
determine your destiny. If Jesus promises to be with you at all time, he commands you to be strong and courageous, regardless of what your past has been or what your future looks like. Be confident that God has gone before you because he has promised to never leave you. His word says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And his word is life. His word will never fail. You are no longer a slave to fear because you are a child of God. Heavenly gracious Father, we come to you at this time, God. And I pray that every person listening to me right now, Lord Jesus, that you would comfort them, that your presence would just envelop them right now, Father. And I pray that every fear that is in their mind, every fear that is in their heart, that is causing them and keeping them away from accomplishing your purposes, God, and causing them to um, be in lack, God, and to be uh, weary, Jesus, I pray that you would touch them, Father. I pray that all of that fear would go away, God. And I pray that they would hold on to your promise that says, you will never leave them, you will never forsake them. No matter what, Jesus, no matter what the past has been, no matter what the failures have been, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would cause them to move forward in faith. We thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your promises. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. God bless you.